This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is questioning the accuracy of leaked documents from Canada's National Intelligence Agency, which detailed China's elaborate strategy to influence the 2021 federal election in favor of the Liberals. One in two Canadians believes artificial intelligence may outsmart humans, according to a new poll. And a British Columbia high school is promoting a workshop this week for students between 14 and 19 years old on how to access, quote, gender-affirming care, including life-altering surgeries. Hello Canada, it's Friday, February 24th, and this is the True North Daily Brief. I'm Anthony Fury. And I'm Lindsay Shepard. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. Days after the Globe and Mail reported on leaked CSIS documents, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says there are, quote, many inaccuracies in leaked CSIS documents. Now, this comes days after the Globe and Mail reported on these CSIS documents, which outlined an elaborate strategy by the People's Republic of China to influence Canada's 2021 election, which they wanted to go in the favor of the Liberals. However, the Prime Minister didn't specify or elaborate on what exactly was inaccurate about those reports. And here's what that sounded like. We are very concerned uh, with uh, the, um, the, the uh, leaks, particularly because there are so many inaccuracies in those leaks. Since the Globe report emerged, Trudeau has defended the integrity of Canada's elections and defended the outcome of the last federal election. On Tuesday, Liberal MP Jennifer O'Connell accused Conservatives of using, quote, Trump-type tactics by raising questions to the government over these leaked CSIS documents. Now, when asked about O'Connell's accusations, the Prime Minister said, quote, When we lean in on partisanship around this, we're actually helping them in doing their work of sowing confusion and mistrust. Lindsay, I'm not so sure about this angle the government's taking. The Prime Minister's saying, look, everything here is perfectly fine. Uh, you can guarantee that the elections were, were totally above board. You don't have to be too concerned about this. And if you are concerned about it, well, you're just basically being a, a Chinese communist operative. I, I mean, isn't it more sensible, Lindsay, to just kind of address the issue head on? It is, but I'm not sure they ever will because they'll just cite national security or something like that, won't they? Um, I don't know if we'll ever get to know um, what they think these inaccuracies are. I mean, this is this is really has been a shocking story because it, it shows we don't even know the level to how deep China's influence goes in Canada. No, it's a good point. And one thing that's been very interesting in recent years is polling numbers has shown that 
opinions of the Beijing communist regime, uh, China as a country, have just dropped precipitously in the past few years. And I think opinions were pretty high uh, five years ago or so, broadly because Canadians are just positive on Chinese culture and, and, and very you know positive and, and favorable towards all their friends and, and neighbors and family members of, of Chinese heritage. And I think that spilled over into a general support for China. But then when they look at China through the prism of the Communist Party, uh, through the Beijing regime, through Xi Jinping, that's where they're getting frosty on it. And that's where uh, things are not looking good. And there is support for any government, whether it's Justin Trudeau or, or Pierre Polyev or whoever, cl for clamping down on these things. So I'm surprised Trudeau isn't leaning in on the clampdown. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Half of Canadians believe artificial intelligence will eventually outsmart humans. A Leger poll released on Thursday shows 52% agree AI may become so powerful that it outsmarts humans, and 60% say the prospect of having AI in their life is scary. While the majority thought having AI in their life was scary, many also felt comfortable using AI tools for daily tasks. 52% trusted AI to answer questions about a product or service, 34% trusted AI to control their content feeds on social media, and 14% trusted AI to replace their children's school teachers. The largest share of respondents could not decide whether AI tools were good or bad for society. Yeah, I'm wondering if this is this poll is coming to light in the context of ChatGPT, which has really taken off as this online tool where you can chat with this, this bot and it can write you a cover letter based on your resume, um, it can write you a bedtime story based on the criteria you give it. Um, it can write you a negotiating letter between a landlord and tenant. Um, so I wonder um, if that's kind of what is what the context is here. Yeah, it very well could be. And and look, I side with that share of respondents who says they're uncertain. They can't really decide is this good or bad. Because when we're talking about things like chat GPT, I look at that and I go, I can see how that can be a useful tool. And also like, oh, that's cool. That's like what we see in science fiction movies. Uh, who doesn't like technological progress? But then you go, well, hold on a second. I can also see how this can go too far. So we've had many notable figures like Stephen Hawking saying, watch out, you don't want to get ahead of yourself with this stuff. It could really uh, go out of control. Elon Musk, a lot of the stuff he's doing, it, it seems pretty cool. I mean, all the projects he's doing with space exploration, but then he's got this neural link thing where he's like, I'm going to put computer chips in people's brains. That's one of his, his side projects. So there's good stuff and there's bad stuff. For sure. And I mean, this, I, I think something that pops out to me is the 14% trust AI to replace their children's school teacher. Um, I don't know what that says about our education system, if that's a comment on that. Not sure what's going on there. I do want to ask you this, though, Lindsay. The government of Canada has this legislation, Bill C-27. It's the Digital Charter Implementation Act. And it has to do with the rollout of AI and really the government sort of regulating it and getting more involved in how we deal with it. Is this something that you go, okay, AI is alarming, so I want to see regulation? Or is it like, wow, I don't want the government getting involved in this kind of stuff. That worries me. I think at this point, I'd be leaning towards keep the government out. Um, 
But, I, you know, that is subject to change. What would you say? Well, this is moving into the great unknown. So like I said, I share people's concerns, mixed opinions on it. I think it makes sense that there's some regulatory framework. I also don't like the idea of government harnessing these powers to do, well, whatever they want. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Revelstoke Secondary School in British Columbia is promoting a workshop this week for students between 14 and 19 years old on how to access gender-affirming care. Now, as part of its Gender Junction Workshop series, the school's going to hold a Zoom conference on February 25th advertised to, quote, gender-diverse and gender-creative youth. Now, the workshop will cover a range of topics including navigating coming out, transitioning, accessing gender-affirming care, acquiring gender-affirming gear, self-advocacy, and where to direct your parents, caregivers, and teachers for support. As per the BC Provincial Health Services Authority, the phrase gender-affirming care includes medical and surgical procedures such as testosterone or estrogen hormone treatment, vaginoplasty, breast implants, orchiectomy, which is the removal of the testicles, and hysterectomies, the removal of the uterus. Now, nonprofit organization TransConnect coordinator Nicola Hare will be facilitating the workshop for students, they explain. The group advocates for more access to, quote, hormones, surgeries, gender affirming garments, and other trans positive healthcare options. Lindsay, this is a conversation that, uh, not just a national conversation, an international conversation, where I think what began as, okay, we have uh, LGBT persons and youth who are uh, feeling out of place in society, having identity issues, let's, let, let's support them, let's make sure they're not discriminated against, which I don't hear too many people disputing that, into this situation of, well, you're running workshops where you're talking to 14-year-olds about how they can get surgeries to change their body parts when we're feeling like maybe they're a little bit too young to make those decisions. I feel like that's really where the conversation's at right now. Yeah, and that is the scary part about all this. And we are starting to see lawsuits. We saw, we're saw we seeing the first lawsuit in Canada um, of a detransitioner. So someone who felt like the medical system didn't persuade her enough to, to stop her transition and stop her from getting these life-altering surgeries. Um, we've seen some cases like this internationally as well. So that's the context is um, detransitioners are proof that people are regretting these surgeries, these, you know, body altering surgeries. I think one of the things that struck me as most interesting the past few years as we talk about these issues as the gender affirming care conversation doesn't seem to acknowledge that this is a really, really big thing to do. And in many ways, an irreparable thing to do. I mean, as much as we want to be and many people want to be just supportive of people in these issues, like a surgery like this is a huge thing. And yet I feel like that part is downplayed. And what we're seeing from detransitioners is people saying, yeah, this has really changed my life. And that wasn't fully discussed and, and fully uh, brought out when I was speaking with different uh, support systems. Right. And if, if you listen to the voices of a lot of trans people who talk about these issues, um, you know, with a, with a kind of different perspective than just the mainstream, like, yeah, we have to go ahead with these surgeries kind of thing. Um, they will say often these surgeries, 
don't even fulfill what they're looking for. And, you know, they're keep lo- they keep looking for the next thing. And, like, that surgery is not good enough. We need to do something else. And, um, and another thing is that I've noticed is there's this TikTok star named Dylan Mulvaney, who is um, a male to female transgender person. And, you know, with 14 million TikTok uh, followers, something like that. And mainstream media, which, you know, I mean, like People magazine, you know, kind of that, that kind of media is celebrating the surgery, the facial feminization surgery. So, um, you know, like cutting away parts of the face, lowering the hairline, um, and, and typical things like rhinoplasty. They're celebrating this um, for Dylan. And I don't really know if that's something to be celebrating. And I think we're seeing a sea change in how this issue is approached. The United Kingdom has now put a pause to a lot of these surgeries for minors. They're reassessing things. And the conversation is clearly starting to move in a different direction. The pendulum is going back in another way. That's it for today. And don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news. Thanks for listening and have a great day.